Welcome back uh, to this session, wonderful session with uh, Kalyan Vishwanathan ji, who, uh, who is the president of the Hindu University of America. So let's let's continue our discussion of specific course that he was mentioning, the orientation of Hindu studies, and uh, what is the most important uh, set of messages that uh, the students get from the faculty in that particular course. Kalyan ji. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kishorji, thank you so much. Um, as I had uh, mentioned earlier, so we, we look at uh, different orientations towards the study of Hindu Dharma. And one of the striking distinctions we make is the distinction between uh, Western study of Hinduism and a Hindu practitioner, a scholar practitioner's approach to the study of Hinduism. We want to make a very sharp distinction between the two. And we Hindus, for example, we approach the study of Hindu Dharma with a certain element of Shraddha. Shraddha, meaning we, we have a certain regard and respect and reverence for the Dharma. Whereas when the Western uh, scholars at Harvard and Yale and Columbia and Chicago study Hinduism, they don't have any particular commitment to treat Hinduism with uh, any, any kind of respect or regard. And one of the consequences of that is that they, historically, they've projected a lot of Western ideas, Western concepts, Western experiences upon Hindu dharma. And they use Western terms of reference to describe Sanatana dharma. And this creates a lot of cognitive dissonance for our own community. Because we have been in, uh, for a long time now, recipients of Western discourse about Hindu uh, dharma as a somewhat authoritative truth about Hindu dharma. And this is one of the critical distinctions that we strive to develop uh, throughout that course. And in fact, that distinction pervades the curriculum of the university across all the courses. So uh, may I share a few more courses that we are offering next Absolutely. quarter? Absolutely. But I want to emphasize this further that what was striking for me is that um, the uh, experience uh, of Christianity, of uh, separation from uh, Christ uh, Catholicism to Protestantism was projected onto the Hindu experience as if Brahmins are the Catholics. So the reformers, uh, so-called reformers would be the Protestants. And so Brahmins were highly derogatory uh, information was propagated about Brahmins. And similarly, the race-wise, uh, they uh, projected uh, certainly Muslims as being subjugated by Hindus, like the blacks are subjugated by the whites, which is just not the case because Muslims were the rulers. Uh, so, uh, and people failed to understand that. So, not, now, not, not only that, Kishorji, you know, the reality is somewhere between 40 to 60,000 Hindu temples were destroyed and desecrated in India. Northern India, particularly. That's right. And uh, coming from the south in, uh, in Tamil Nadu, I, I have seen some spectacular temples in, uh, in Tamil Nadu, you know, like the Tanjavur, Brihadishwara Temple, the Madurai Minakshi Temple, the Srirangam Temple, the Rameshwaram Temple, Thiruvannamalai, you know, Temple, and so on. I mean, these are magnificent temples. And when I traveled in the north, in Banaras, in Varanasi, and, I mean, in Haridwar and Rishikesh, and so on. What, what struck me was that there were no temples 
in, in for example you go to delhi you know there are no temples in delhi at all and and it was only later on i came to recognize and understand that, that the destruction of temples was uh, was going on on a monumental scale in the north and the, uh, the enormous hurt and pain and violence that was inflicted upon the hindu uh, hindu community was totally written out of our historical reconstruction as though it's uh, something we we should not mention at all you know and that's the work of molana abdul kalam azad in fact so so this uh, there's a lot of uh, projection western projections going on in reconstructions of uh, hindu uh, history hindu reality current day reality and so on and all of that needs to be clarified properly and that's the purpose of the, the entire curriculum so let me uh, now share a little bit about some of the other uh, oh, by the way let me make a plug for the movie kashmir files uh, you know it's for the first time in uh, 30 years of a uh, later 40 years later whatever that uh, the, the 30 years later that the reality of what happened in kashmir is being told for the first time and the, and the, and that what happened in kashmir in 1991 happened many times over in india in the past and that story has lost there's nobody to recreate that story so it's important that hindus work hard on recovering our history a proper more accurate story about what really happened so with that uh, you know the uh, let me share a few more courses that we are offering next quarter spring quarter begins uh, it's just around the corner second week of april So we have a graduate level course called the Philosophy of History. It's a fantastic course. It looks at how history itself was developed by the West as a study, as a as a program of study, as a discipline. Then we have uh, lots of courses on Sanskrit. We have a course called Post-Colonial Theory, which is another graduate level course. We have a course called Introduction to the Vedic Ritual. Uh, we are looking. We are also looking at Bhagavad Gita and uh, Sankhya Darshana. we are looking at the renaissance of sanatana dharma in the light of sri arobindo uh, we have ramayana for the for excellence in management and leadership we are doing a course on upanishadic dialogues from the chandogya upanishad we are doing another very interesting course on the three vedantic perspectives on the bhagavad gita uh, this would cover uh, advaita dvaita and vishishta dvaita uh, we have another graduate level course called hinduism and conflict resolution uh, there's a course that focuses deeply on the yoga of the bhagavad gita we have another course on ayurveda the wisdom of well being we have another course called hindu hindu contributions to the world in the realm of mind uh, towards the sciences and the arts uh, we have another course called hindu musical traditions a historical perspective uh, let's see we have a course on advaita vedanta freedom and reality I think I'm giving you an in- enough of a sense right now. Uh, th- th- there are several other Sanskrit courses going on at different levels, but for uh, new students, for people who are going to come in for the very first time, I highly recommend beginning their journey with the orientation to Hindu studies course. Uh, that costs three hundred dollars. It takes place over eleven sessions uh, of one and a half, two hours each. and uh, it'll meet for over the course of one quarter we'll start in the second week of april april 14th and go towards the last week of uh, march and i welcome everybody uh, listening to this program 
to go to www.hua.edu find your way to the course registered or write to us on the contact us tab and somebody will be in touch with you this quarter we have moved it to every thursday evening at what time 8 pm uh, it is 8 pm central time it will be 9 pm eastern time and it will go on for about uh, an hour and a half easily depending on the level of discussion go on even for two hours sometimes now i i, I highly recommend this i wish i had the time to take all the courses i thoroughly enjoyed and learned a lot from uh, from the one course that i took and i signed up for another one but i have too much on my plate so i pulled out this this uh, quarter this university idea of hindu university of america is so important i believe that even if you don't have time to take the courses uh, you can financially support them um, and i i was impressed by three such uh, organizations if you will one is hindu university of america another is hindu hinduism today magazine published by uh hawaiian um, uh, 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 temple um in kawai hanidam right and uh, the third is hindu american foundation what i find impressive about all these three are they are pan hindu they are not uh, uh, talking about only one sampradaya or one re- re- region of india and so on they cater to the entire hindu fold uh, whether they live in india uh, whatever state of india and whether they live in um, australia or america or whatever so i find that very very impressive and i wish all of all of us support these uh, these three at least and i'm sure there are many more that i don't know uh, but uh, once again uh, kalyan ji i appreciate very much uh, you're taking the time from uh, your very very busy schedule to talk to our audience and i hope that Uh, more people will uh, uh, enroll in your, in your courses and support you uh, support the very important uh, endeavor that you have undertaken thank you hari om and namaste is there anything you. else you want to add kalyan ji thank you so much sir kishor ji for having me on the program thank you namaste very good